my guests in the studio today. You could do that as well. And speaking of my guests, I have uh, two of them in the studio today, and we have visited with these men before in uh, months and years past. They are from the New Hope uh, Community Church in Pinckneyville. They are uh, Pastor James uh, Clardy and uh, Clint Brannon. And uh, I'll begin with Clint. Good to see you. Good to see you, Will. Thanks for having me. And uh, Pastor James, good to see you also. It's great to be here. And uh, I'm enjoying our conversation that's coming up. So, Well, you know, there's uh, always a lot to talk about when it comes to Celebrate Recovery and what New Hope Community Church has been doing over the years. But let's start with some very basic things. Um, Pastor James, tell me, New Hope Community Church, where exactly is it in Pinckneyville? How long have you been the pastor there? Uh, What kind of church is New Hope Community Church? Okay, well, first of all, it's located on 154, uh, right as you uh, come out of Pinckneyville, going toward DuCoin, uh, past the high school and before you get to the hospital, if you're going uh, uh-huh. east, uh, I have been at New Hope for 14 years, uh, heading toward my 15th year. Uh, New Hope Community Church is a non-denominational church, which means that if you believe in Jesus, uh, or even if you're seeking to find out what you believe about Jesus, we are there for you. Uh, and uh, it doesn't matter where you've come from, what background you have. Uh, we believe in the Word of God, the infallible Word of God, and that it will direct us into relationship with Him. And Clint Brandon is in the studio with me, Clint, and uh, be sure to get right on top of that microphone so we can hear you. Uh, Clint, how long have you been going to uh, New Hope Community Church, and what's your role there? I've probably been there around 12 years now, and we're going to be starting our 10th year of Celebrate Recovery. Uh, May the 9th, we'll start the 10th season Uh and so and and the program's a year long so uh it's right at 10 years for the program and uh for some reason he made me the ministry director way back in the day and uh i didn't have a clue will but uh uh, we're we're better now we we know the program and well, we've been talking about it for about the last 30 minutes. What I know about Clint Brandon is this. He might put on sort of a uh, goofy facade at times, but if you want to get something done and you uh, point Clint in you know, the direction you want him to go, he's going to be faithful and maintain and be consistent in putting forth effort into that. And that's what I have so much respect for you um, about, Clint. It's a great program. I love this program. It is life-changing. And uh, I, I was telling you earlier, I wore my Celebrate Recovery uh, shirt to end today to honor all those that have gone through the program in the last 10 years. And uh, many successful, successfully many, maybe not so much, I don't know, but I believe it done all of them some good. And so. And I'm sure that there are people listening saying, okay, I can see where this is going, Will. You've got a couple guys in here and. Uh, yeah, we know there's a lot of addiction issues, and uh, you're going to tell me I need to go over to some church, and they're going to preach me a sermon, and all of a sudden I'm going to be uh, free from drugs and addiction. But I want to stop you right there, if that's what you're thinking, because while Celebrate Recovery works with people who are addicted uh, to all sorts of things, this is a program that is about recovery not going to mask anything and say that it isn't faith-based. It certainly is faith-based. But 
The fact of the matter is, is that there are a lot of programs out there for detox. There's a lot of people are programs out there uh, for people who are in the you know deepest throes of addiction. And I wanted to find what Celebrate Recovery isn't right off the bat. This is not a detox tank for Christians. Clint, am I saying this right? No, that's correct. Uh, we're, we're not rehab. We're not. All we are really is for someone that's already dealt with those situations. Because some people need to be detoxed. They're so heavily under the influence of even alcohol that they got to go through that. And they need medical professional people to help them or a rehab to get them started on that pathway to recovery. And what we are is a program that you can come to, and we're going to help you while you're on that road to recovery. And so we're just uh, like uh, one part of their recovery, a small piece of it. And we meet once a week. We talk about it, and uh, it's a great program. It's an ongoing program that helps people who, because I have, you know, I remember in my 20s, that dear friend of mine passed away in 2009, Ryan Foley, and he suffered from a severe alcohol addiction. And Ryan went into rehab several times and would come out and he'd be all right for a while. But then, you know, patterns would resurface again. And, you know, this Celebrate Recovery program, I think, is something that can help somebody like uh, Ryan, who was would would get out and then would struggle to stay right and, and to be able to keep that support underneath him. And so, um, Pastor Clardy, is this the way that you view Celebrate Recovery, what I'm describing, what Clint's talking about? Uh, yes, it is. Uh, we're a support group, and I think that's really important uh, for us to understand that. Um, what we do is is we give people an opportunity, we, we give them tools to help their continuing battle, you know, through the 12 steps and through the eight principles, they're tools that help you fight those addictions. But then we have a small group and in that small group, it gives you an opportunity to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you'll go into that small group and you will talk about whatever your issue is and you'll, nobody will interrupt you. Nobody will try to fix you. They just want to hear what you have to say about your struggle and what you're going through and whether it's been a, a rough week or a, a good week and you share those things and you're held accountable. And so then you have a support group that if you are battling that throughout the week, you can call them, you can text them. You know, a lot of times we want to kind of keep our struggles hidden from the general public. Right. We, we want to put this mask on that we've kind of got everything together uh, but what this allows you to do is go into a, a safe environment, pull back the covers a little bit, and, and and be vulnerable, and then with a few people that you can trust and know that you don't have to put on a front with them. They already know what you're struggling with. Right. And all you have to do is say a word and say, you know what, hey, I'm having a bad day. They know exactly what you're talking about. They can pray for you. They can be there to listen. And so it's not just what happens on Monday night. It's what's available to you pretty much 24-7. Yeah. Well, and allows people to be vulnerable and allows people to set down the pride that forces them to keep those things hidden. Because, Shame. Yeah, right. And that's that's really the, the root of it all yes. is that, you know, it's just human pride, right? Is yeah. 
uh, I, I always remember Adrian Rogers, who's on the station every day at two o'clock. You know, he says all sin, all strife, all anger, all of these issues, you know, at the very baseline, simplest way, it's all rooted in the pride condition of, of man. And, of course, that's all biblical, and we know where all that comes from. Um, now, back to the nuts and bolts of this. Celebrate Recovery meets at New Hope Community Church Monday nights now, right? 6.30 on Monday nights. And uh, we're going to be kicking off, like I said, May the 9th. That's going to be our 10th season. Uh, we're going to have uh, a little meal that night just to kind of uh, get things started. Mm-hmm. We, we normally haven't been doing that covid and all that kind of we got off track with that but uh, we just been doing the program we're usually in there at 6 30 and out by eight but we're going to have a special night that night have a meal at six o'clock and i just want to say something that uh pastor james was talking about a while ago when a person is in group talking about their situation whatever it might be uh that when that person gets through talking will there's not a whole lot of people that are correcting you they're not saying hey you know what if you just read this book Right. Or if you just do this, you'll probably, you know, this is going to help you out a lot. We, actually, we don't allow that. We don't want you to do that to that person. We want that person to have that flexibility to talk, that freedom to talk and give you their heart. And then we go to the next person says, uh, we don't even comment on what they say. And I'll just start it out and say, my name is Clint and I struggle with and I'll name my struggle. I don't even go back to what he said. Right. And so there's a freedom there for that person. Now, if that person wants extra help, we do that in the way of a sponsor or an accountability partner. You can get a phone number from somebody and say, hey, can I contact you? And we do that a lot. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be able to, you know, through the week, if they're struggling, they can call us up and just say, hey, you know, you want to go have a cup of coffee or whatever, it might, or just a conversation. And Clint, I think it's important to point out, too, Celebrate recovery is not just saying something that, you know, Clint Brannon cooked up a year and a half ago. This program goes back all the way to 1991. There are Celebrate Recoveries all over the country. Everywhere. There are Celebrate Recoveries in Southern Illinois in Marion, Harrisburg, Pinckneyville, Cutler, Mount Vernon, just to name a few. And so this is has a proven track record of helping people. Can you talk about that, Clint? Yeah, uh, these programs are like... Harrisburg, if, if you were down on that end of the state, they're over in the metro end of the state. They're all the way up through Chicago. They're, I mean, they're just in the state of Illinois, but they're nationwide. They're worldwide because it works. The program actually started going to Europe and some other places, Africa, different places. And you think, well, this is an American thing. It's not because recovery works because God is in the recovery. We don't church this thing up too much. We try, matter of fact, we kind of church it down a little bit. We do have a worse, some worship songs at the beginning of our large group, and there's that worship time, but we don't church it up. We try to keep it down mm-hmm. a little bit, Will, but in the end, it is a faith relationship with God that's going to give us the power to overcome not just addictions to alcohol and to narcotics, but to anger, to pornography, which many men suffer from. And I just got to say this about pornography. If you go in the Marine Corps, that your drill sergeant will tell you, men, 98% of all Marines have confessed that they have had problems with pornography. The other 2% were lying. Mm. And so I'm just throwing that out there, that this is a real issue. We see it a lot, and it's a shameful issue. But when you come into a Celebrate Recovery in that safe atmosphere with a few men, that most of them have had their battles with these things also, 
it's a way to overcome now through uh, not just disclosing these things to them, but God is also involved. The Holy Spirit is, mix, is in the mix. And we, we never forget that at Celebrate Recovery. It's God dealing with that person, giving them the strength and the power. Help me out, Pastor. Yeah. Well, I, I was just going to say something. Uh, I, I believe Celebrate Recovery has been around, what, 30 years? Right? Yeah, I was Somewhere reading the history this morning. 91 was when it uh, kicked off, so a little over 30 years, yeah. Right. And it was brought uh, to Rick Warren. Uh, what was his name? Uh, John Baker. John Baker, who was a recovering alcoholic and had been involved in AA. And so he uh, was inspired by God. I really believe of the Holy Spirit to write this um, Christ-centered recovery program, twelve-step program, uh, and he went to his pastor Rick Warren and suggested it to him. He said, "Well, why don't you write it and get back with me?" And of course, Rick Warren put his stamp on it uh, of approval, and uh, it's been growing ever since that. So uh, it works. It works. I I have received recovery in my own life. Um, no, I was not addicted to drugs or alcohol, uh, but I am human. All right. And as a human, uh, the human condition is we uh, have this void, this void in our life. And uh, sometimes we reach out to, to fill that void with something. And so whatever that is, it substitutes uh, or it tries to cover that issue inside of us. Uh, and so we we use that, and it might be coffee, it might be it might be uh, uh, gaming, it, it might be shopping, it might be gambling, it might be uh, whatever we use uh, to substitute that hurt or that deep loneliness or whatever that is inside of us that becomes an addiction. And so what we what we're really missing, we're trying to fill it with something else, and it, it cannot satisfy it, it doesn't satisfy and you know when i first went into celebrate recovery and the reason why i uh, started to seek out celebrate recovery is i was going through some family issues i lost a brother uh in a car accident um i was dealing with that i was trying to help him I, he was starting his own recovery uh and uh i kept telling him you need to find help you need to find help and then after his death, um, God was speaking to me. I felt like God was saying to me, well, why don't you do something about it? I was like, oh, me? Yeah, why don't, why don't you do something? I said, I don't even know where to start. So I just went online and typed in recovery programs, Christian, and I found Celebrate Recovery. And uh, I presented it to the church, and, and Clint, man, I'm if I've done anything right at all in 14 years i picked the right guy to lead this program and i know that with all my heart and uh wow it's it's we've learned a lot we've learned a lot i want to say one thing about john baker real quick uh uh, and he passed away just not very long ago but what a great work he done i just want to say this one thing he was going to a lot of different meetings because he was an alcoholic and they wouldn't allow him to say that uh, jesus uh, was his higher power 
So that's one of the main reasons why he went to Rick Warren and said, look, this is not right. We, we need to do something about this. That's when Rick Warren said, no, you need to do something about it, John, because mm-hmm. I'm busy. Right. And right. so then he wrote the program. <laughs> and we want to, of course, just remind people, celebrate recovery. The folks we're speaking with today, uh, Clint Brannon and Pastor James uh, Clardy from the New Hope Community Church in Pinckneyville. Their Celebrate Recovery program meets weekly on Monday evenings at 6.30 p.m. The church is located just east of Pinckneyville at 5290 Snowy Owl Road. Uh, you're saying to yourself right now, well, I'm listening to this and I'm interested in it, but I, I'm driving. I, I can't write this down. Um, you can always call here to the station after the program today. I'm happy to share this information with you. I'm going to post this information on the WXAN Facebook page uh, shortly after the program today. So you can go there and get it if you want to uh, find it later. Or you can just type in Celebrate Recovery on Google and you can find uh, links. But make sure to note that they meet Mondays. I think the website right. may still say Fridays, but yes. they meet on Mondays. We're also on Facebook, Will. Okay. Yeah. If they'll go to Celebrate Recovery at New Hope Community Church. It's out there on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So you just type that in. It'll give you a lot of information about the program. Now, I don't. you guys aren't running off on me, but I do need to take a, a break. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about a, a special event called the Anchor of Hope Training Center that uh, is going to be happening at the church on June the 11th, and we're going to have some more conversation about Celebrate Recovery. We'll do that in about uh, three minutes after this quick break. Uh, Let me go to this, the Anchor of Hope Training Center. This is a special event you're going to be hosting at the church on June the 11th at 2 p.m. Pastor James, what can you tell me about it? Uh, What we recognize in recovery is that um, a lot of times when men or uh, women are going through recovery, they actually need to change the space around them. Uh, A lot of times it's the, the environment that they're in feeds their addiction. And so what we believe is that there is a place that needs to be created where men or women can go to and get away from that environment and be in an environment where they can be discipled or uh, helped to deal with these issues and, and strengthen them in their recovery so that after a period of time, they can be, go back into society and have the tools and the power to fight against those things. And so it's, it's just like taking a plant and putting it in a, in a nursery for a period of time or, or a greenhouse and protecting it so that it can grow to where it can stand in the, the environment. And so this is a discussion. Uh, a, a pastor in uh, Pingneyville has actually written uh, some curriculum to help uh, start something like this. So it's a informational meeting. Anybody that's interested in learning about this or being part of this, we invite you to come listen to what he says. Who knows where this will go? But if you don't cast the seed, then the plant won't grow. Right. So somebody's got to cast the seed. And so it's a vision casting thing, but it's also saying, hey, do you want to be a part of this? Do you want to, you know, there is a place for you. You can be a part of this. And so that's a, a vision casting uh, opportunity, uh, and if you want to be a part of that or interested in being a part of that, 
then we welcome you to come on and and listen. June the 11th at 2 p.m., there will be a presentation by Joshua Yance, who is uh, just, as a matter of fact, has a program here on WXAN Sundays at 4.30. Clint, you got anything to add about it? Yeah, I just want to say the discussion is on uh, long-term aftercare. There is such a thing as rehabilitation, but many times that's not long enough. Some men need to be in a structured environment such as what he's talking about. He's going to be talking about this Anchor of Hope Training Center. Mm-hmm. And if uh, there, there are facilities like this throughout the United States. There's not one really that close here that is pretty much faith-based is what the proposal for this facility is. A small facility probably 10, 12, 15 men to come into for long-term aftercare where uh, they'll basically be given uh, instructions on how not just to overcome the drugs or the alcohol, but uh, biblical, uh, biblically sound fundamentals on how to lead their life and then to eventually go out to work and to how to, they have to relearn a lot of skills because the addiction has taken away a lot of this. All they think about right. is the drug or the alcohol. So it's a tr- it would be a training center. And like Pastor said, we're just casting a seed out there, hoping people will come and listen to Josh, uh, Pastor Josh, and what he has to say about this. And it's June the 11th, 2 p.m., and we'll be uh, promoting it here on the radio station between now and then on a regular basis. So that's uh, the Anchor of Hope Training Center, a uh, seed casting, a visioning session at the uh, New Hope Community Church. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, presenting problem versus the real problem. I don't remember where I first heard that term, the presenting problem, somewhere probably in a psychology class somewhere. But typically when people come to any sort of uh, addiction treatment center, they will say, I have a problem with gambling. I have a problem with alcohol. I have a problem with whatever. And the the problem that they have certainly is a problem, but the, the roots of that are fed by something else. And uh, Pastor James, I, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. What are some of the things you hear? What are some of the common themes of these common root causes that cause these other problems that you deal with at Celebrate Recovery? Well, the first thing I want to say, Will, is I don't believe you go into addiction overnight. I think it takes a period of time. And I think a lot of times what happens is uh, I remember uh, being at the church and there was a a tree on our property and it looked like a very strong tree uh, and a wind came along and blew it over. And then when we got into cutting it up, we found out that it was dead inside. Uh, it appeared to be strong on the outside, but it was dead. And it didn't happen overnight. That took a period of time. It, bugs got into it or whatever, and from the inside out, ate the tree up. And so a lot of times what we see is the uh, catastrophe or the, the issue as it blows up, but we don't see it developing. And so what happens sometimes in our life, even as kids, matter of fact, I, I struggle with a lot of insecurity. Uh, that started when I was a child. I was uh, in, a, in a pretty good-sized family. I was a middle child. Um, and I started to develop with my insecurities, and, I, and we call them coping mechanisms. We develop coping mechanisms. So I had this fear of rejection. And so my fear of rejecting rejection caused me to be afraid of people. And so I would stand behind my dad. 
I'd actually let my brother speak for me when I asked a question. I tried to avoid anything that would bring up that fear of rejection. I didn't want to be rejected. And so as a kid, it's kind of cute. But when you become an adult, that that coping mechanism grows into something else. And you rely on that to deal with the root cause of your issue. And so what Celebrate Recovery actually does, there's a period of time where we go what we call a personal inventory. And it causes us to go back and review things in our life, the good and the bad, not just the bad, but the good as well. And to look and say, what could be the triggers? What, what could be the cause of why I'm doing this? Because I really believe that if you just spray the tree, you know, you're, you're dealing with the effects. Uh, but you can only deal with the effects for so long. You've got to start saying, well, what's the cause? What's, why, why is this happening? Because honestly, and I, I said to this to you earlier, is, is it control or change? Right. Are and we that's just a, that's wanting an important point? Yeah. Are we just trying to control what's going on in our life, or do we want to see change in our life, to where we don't have to use those mechanisms that we can actually work on our why we're insecure, or why we're reaching out to try to fill a void with alcohol or drugs or pornography or whatever it is. Right, definitely. James Clardy in the studio with us. He's the pastor of the New Hope Community Church in Pinckneyville. Uh, it's a shame this is only a uh, hour-long show some days uh, because it's 1237, and I need to take another quick break, and we're going to do that now, and we'll be back with more after this. Reminder, Celebrate Recovery meets at the New Hope Community Church in Pinckneyville Mondays at 6.30 p.m., and again, we're going to be posting this information on the WXA and Facebook page. And you can also just do a Google search of Celebrate Recovery and find out all about it. It is a 12-step program. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the importance of that first step. Of course, we have to have the obligatory hello to Bonnie. Yes, she's uh, retired. Now, you mean the retired Bonnie? The retired Bonnie who, in the history of WXCN Radio, no one ever called in the Edward Jones Marker Report better than Bonnie Brannon. She hated doing that. Yes, I know she did. And that's why I always bring it up and say, nobody did it better <laughs> she than she you, did. Yeah, well. She, <laughs> she said you were always so good. Uh, helping her get through that thing. <laughs> oh well, I. Anytime she wants to come back, just for nostalgia, yeah, and call one in. I'll be here <laughs> waiting by the phone. We appreciate it. Um, so, I wanted to uh, talk about earlier the fact that this is a twelve-step program. Clint Brandon, I think it's important. You know, we're not going to work through every single step today in the limited amount of time we have left. But can you talk to me about what the first step is? Yeah, uh, before I go to the first step, I just I want to say this, that it's the devil's job to keep us from getting closer to God. Shame will separate us. That's not to say that we're not going to have a relationship with God, Will. Right. But shame uh, of, of areas of our life where we fall short and that control us, that have control over us, they'll keep us from getting to this. And that's, you know, the devil's just doing his job. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Now, it's our job to trust God in some areas, and that is being transparent and being confident that God will forgive us. Mm -hmm. When we come to him and openly say, God, this is this area of my life that's dominating me, 
and I don't want this in it. What kind of a father would deny that request and would, and would begin to open up heaven and move heaven to help you? And that's what we experience. We see this, these changes in men and women, uh, and we've seen it for almost 10 years now. And so I just want to say you have to deal with this shame because it's going to inhibit you in your relationship with God. And step one says that we admitted that we were powerless over addictions and that our lives had become unmanageable. And I want to say this. It's not just addictions that can make our lives unmanageable. It is a lot of other areas such as shame, like I was just talking about, and just compulsive behaviors, uh, anger. That may not be an addiction, but that can surely uh, keep us from drawing closer to God and having a closer relationship with family, with, with different ones. And so we must admit that we are powerless to overcome these areas of our life and that our lives are unmanageable as a result of them. And the key word here is denial. Mm -hmm. This is what keeps people from coming into a Celebrate Recovery and uh, from working this first step. They'll work the third step. They'll say, well, I have a, a relationship with God. The third step is to make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him, it says. But they'll say, well, I have that. Yes, but are you denying areas of your life where you fall short? Are you modifying your behavior or is it a true uh, heart transformation type of thing where you're 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 being transparent with God and you're opening up to God. This is what we see at Celebrate Recovery Church, and I'm not going to knock church because I got a pastor sitting beside me. <laughs> but but church is not always the venue to be talking about our addiction to gambling, right? Or that we were had uh, been sexually molested when we were young, which. Uh, I've heard many men talk about that very issue in our groups. And I know on the women's side, they do too. I don't go into the women. I don't know what they talk about, but I know that they, they, they address the same issues. So these are the types of things that if we could just work that first step and come out of that denial and say, I trust these men in this room enough that they're going to, to, to love me and they're not going to condemn me or judge me, then and that's, that's not easy to do, Will. It isn't. Well, uh, gentlemen, I so much appreciate you coming over today. Uh, Pastor Clardy, uh, your final thoughts today as we've talked about Celebrate Recovery and the things you have going on. Wow, I could go a while with that. <laughs> well, you got, uh, you got four minutes. Okay. Well, I just want to say that uh, you won't know until you try it. And uh, uh, denial is is one of those things that even Adam and Eve, the very beginning, had denial. And God said, well, why are you hiding? Why are you hiding? Uh, come on out of that. You know, let's have this relationship. So it, it it's a safe place, a safe environment to share those things in your life that maybe nobody else knows about. But you're tired of them controlling you. You're tired of that issue in your life, and you want to find healing. James Clardy in the studio with us today, along with Clint Brandon. Clint, your final thoughts? I just say thank you, Will, for having us down here so we can just try to put out there something that we know and have experienced for ourselves. Like we was talking about a while ago on the break, that we've actually experienced the program, so we know that, you know, uh, the change that it's made in our lives. But... To the uh, listeners out there, be courageous and pursue after God. Be thirsty after God. 
and 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 as much as is within you if you can't come to a celebrate recovery find someone that you can share with and go to them and talk to them about your life uh hopefully the same sex as you are and just begin to talk to them about your life because when we begin to share this information and it's revealed there's healing in that revealing and if we'll talk about it it's going to help and at the very least at least open up with god and have a this transparent relationship enough where you can begin to talk to the heavenly father about your issues clinton brandon james clarity in the studio with me today from celebrate recovery if you or someone you know is dealing with addictions hurts hang-ups please give this your deepest consideration and pray about uh, what you should do there are many celebrate recoveries throughout southern illinois it's a great organization gentlemen thank you so much for your time i appreciate it thank you will thank you.